Andrew Pitkin here on your KNEM KNMO update program. I'm now joined with the CEO of the Osage Prairie YMCA, Jeff Snyder. Jeff, thanks for coming on in. Andrew, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. And you've been doing uh, food programs on and off, as we just talked about uh, before we started this interview for the last nine years or so. Um, but but it's been a little bit more regular on Sundays in terms of distribution and Saturdays on packing, I guess. Uh, how did all of this get started for you over at the Y? Yeah, well, I tell you, Andrew, this is, yes, this is a program that we've been running for really nine years. Um, USDA programs, uh, usually we run a year-round food program in the summer. We'd be providing uh, lunches, uh, breakfast and lunch to kids during the summer. During the school year, we'd provide an after-school snack and meal. Um, but what we've seen during this COVID year, uh, these are all both USDA programs that we're currently running. Um, but during this COVID year, the USDA has actually created waivers um, to their own regulations that allows us to, to do a little bit more. And, and really in this food world and food program world, um, providing kids access to nutritious meals and food like this has never been easier. Um, you just got to be creative within those um, waivers that they've created uh, to, to kind of find a system that works for you. Um, and, and that's what we've done. So what is the current system that you all have? Obviously, I've, I've seen it uh, being done on Sundays, but but what what is being distributed and how does it all work? Yeah, certainly. So basically what we're giving out, we labeled this program our Sunday grocery grab. Um, we wanted uh, to really consolidate um, down to one day of uh, handing out food just to make it a little bit more efficient for our time and uh, for our volunteers and so forth. But um, so what we're actually giving out is uh, each kid will get uh, a grocery sack. They're actually getting two grocery sacks per kid, uh, one that has all the dry, non-perishable items, uh, the other one that has all the cold items that uh, we keep in a refrigerator out there. And um, so each kid is going to come through. They're going to get basically enough food for seven days a week, breakfast, lunch and dinner and a snack for seven days a week. So uh, they are walking away with uh, quite a bit of uh, amount of food. Um, In addition to those grocery sacks, each kid is going to get a gallon of milk and a half gallon of chocolate milk. Um, And each one of those are part of the uh, kind of the food requirements, the the meal pattern requirements that the the USDA program requires us to provide. Uh, But in reality, when you break it down, uh, to what the, is expected to be given out, we are actually giving out quite a bit more. By doing it in this bulk setting, uh, a full grocery sack, it allows us to give out quite a bit more food than we're even required to give. I got to imagine as well, you talk about only two bags for a week's worth of, of meals. That's got to take a, a little bit of Tetris maybe to, to get everything <laughs> fit in there. How's it, how's it all look? Uh, absolutely. You know, we've, we've, had a, uh, we've been blessed really with a tremendous amount of volunteer support. Uh, with this program. My, my first step was to, to reach out uh, to uh, Barbara Long over at Community Outreach and then connect with uh, her volunteers with that Backpacks of Love program. And then also the faith community has, has been uh, amazing. Um, and so really every Saturday, we're packing the groceries right now on Saturdays. And you know we've had up to about 40 volunteers on a Saturday packing groceries. Right now we're at 1,200 kids um, so really, that's 1,200 grocery sacks of dry food, 1,200 grocery sacks of cold food, um, and then plus all the milk uh, that comes with that as well. Um, so with those volunteers, we've actually created an assembly line. Uh, we've become a little bit more and more efficient each week. Um, but um, and you know, so we'll have uh, these utility carts walking or rolling through the line, and volunteers basically at each product. And every volunteer has a you know a, a product that they are putting in the bags, and we just kind of keep that line moving. 
um, until we get all the way through it. Uh, we usually just tell our volunteers to keep your head down, don't look up. Um, and eventually those piles and those pallets of food are going to continue to get smaller and smaller. Um, but, but really I, I tell you the other, the big part of this is, uh, the big partner that we have in this is Woods supermarket. Uh, Jason and his team out there has been phenomenal, um, to, to get us the product. Um, cause I mean, this is, these are pretty healthy orders. Um, and it was important for us to, to keep, uh, the, the food purchasing local, uh, Jason and his team has been amazing, uh, to get it to us. They bring it to us Saturday morning, our volunteers, uh, the, uh, volunteers that we've had have come, um, come in Saturday afternoon to put everything together. And then I've got another team of volunteers coming on Sunday to hand it out and load it into the vehicles for, uh, the participants. Speaking with Jeff Snyder here on your update program, Osage Prairie YMCA. Uh, you're also still looking for more volunteers as well uh, whenever there's there's a group that's looking for an opportunity like that. So uh, I guess what you've kind of described a lot of the work that they can expect, but but what else might be involved and how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, well, please. Yes, we are definitely looking for volunteers. Uh, one of the the great things that I mentioned before, the USDA, and, and they created their own waivers to these programs that is, are allowing us to do what we are doing. And, and actually, the Trump administration just extended um, these waivers through the end of the school year. So um, originally, the extension went through the end of the calendar year, uh, December 31st. Now it's going all the way through uh, June 30th. So as long as we can continue uh, getting the volunteer support, um, we'll be able to continue offering this program to our community. Um, so we know with uh, the volunteers that uh, we've had so far, you know, it's important for them to have some, uh, some, some backup and some support as well. Uh, cause they're, they are working hard. Um, and many hands make light work for sure. Um, I know this weekend we've got a, a great group of volunteers coming out. I think we've probably got about 30 or 40 volunteers again coming out this weekend, which makes things uh, so much easier. So we know there's a lot of different groups out there, um, that, uh, whether a church group, youth groups, um, uh, the, the school groups that are needing volunteer hours, the college groups that need those volunteer hours. If there's anything, you know, basically we're putting together right now the sacks on Saturday. It takes about four hours to do total on Saturday and another four hours on Sunday. Um, so, so those weekend hours to, to get those volunteers out there is crucial for us to be able to continue offering this program. And right now, obviously, we're, we're seeing as more and more people learn about what we're doing, our numbers of participation are increasing. So, so we've got to be able to continue with that pace um, and, and get some fresh volunteers in there to, to, to help. And, and you know, the, the best part about it is, is, is honestly the participants have been so um, grateful uh, for, for the work. Um, I've had so many emails, voicemails, uh, just walking down the street, people recognize me and, and just, uh, Hey, just want to let you know how great, uh, th this program is and what it's meant to our family. Um, the outpouring of support and, and, um, um, the, the gratitude has been, um, very worth, uh, the, the time for sure. And so these meals can be picked up on Sundays, as we've said. What is the time frame to be picked up as well? Yeah, so the time frame right now, uh, we're starting at 11 o'clock. And um, for all those people that are participants now, we do ask that please, please don't show up until 11 o'clock. Um, we have a lot, of, uh, a lot of folks that are showing up at 9. And at 9 o'clock, um, you know, that puts us, we're already starting in a hole. Um, and it's, uh, we've got such a line out there, it actually creates a little bit of challenge for our volunteers to get in there, um, to, to uh, the ones that are coming to help. Um, it creates a little bit of logistical challenge when we have that uh, line already so long, uh, starting at 9 a.m. when we're really not handing out groceries until 11. Uh, but once that line is moving, 
um, I'm hearing really anywhere from 20 to, to 30 minutes is the length of time that, that they've been in line. And, and again, we're looking for ways to continue to be more and fit more and more efficient. Um, but uh, I, I think waiting in line 20 to 30 minutes um, versus sitting in line for two hours would have to be a better trade-off at that case or at that point. And, you know, one of the things I want to make sure too that to point out, and, and Andrew, we forgot to mention it to begin with, this program is really for anybody under, if there's any kids 18 years and younger, this is, this is who this is for. Um, kids that are 18 years and younger, um, there is age is the only qualifier at this point and for the way we're doing it really allows us now now technically three to 18 years old is where our target is at Uh, the usda requires anybody under the age of three to have a separate menu uh, and right now we're just not set up for that so our target really is that three to 18 year old range um anybody can get on our facebook page and find the link on our facebook and sign up and register uh, for that, uh, one of the other things that uh, you know I also want to mention is the uh, school district is also doing a, a fantastic program too um, through the USDA. They've extended their summer feeding program as well, which is allowing all kids um, to get free breakfast and lunch at school. So anybody has, so really these are two programs that you have a choice. Now, what we have to make sure is that they're not participating in both. Um, so yes, there's certainly a great option at the school to, to get breakfast and lunch there through the school program. Um, and if you choose to do that and it's most convenient, then by all means, that's a great program as well. Um, we are just providing an alternative program for those kids that may like to take their, their lunch to school. Uh, the kids that are virtually learning homeschooled, um, some that are in the pre-K that uh, don't have access to those school meals. And of course you have a choice at that point. Um, but that is one of the additional requirements is that we want to verify and, and, uh, to make sure that people aren't participating in both programs. So you'll see on our registration form, we ask you to acknowledge that in, in several places uh, just to make sure that we're upholding the integrity of what we're doing with our program. Well, Jeff, what else would you like to add as we just kind of wrap up either about the, the food program or the YMCA at large? Um, honestly, I, I'd say, you know, we're, we're back to normal business. Um, I mean, we are um, the only thing we haven't really kicked back off is our programs. And I know we've got a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of questions about the fall programs and I appreciate everybody's patience, but we were wanting to take a, a very cautious approach. Um, and obviously with this monster of a program that uh, we've started with this food, um, it is taking a lot of our resources uh, towards that um, to, to really, you know, we've always been a, an organization to try to identify community needs and, and do what we can to step in and, and fill those gaps and fill those needs. And, and right now we've got a tremendous amount of resource that's being put towards this food program. Uh, we do anticipate uh, the, the winter sports coming, which will be basketball and, and kind of picking back up around the beginning of the year with uh, the rest of that. Um, in addition to that, uh, our roller skating program that uh, we briefly got started before COVID hit. Um, but we are looking, you know, as far as our other operations, we are, we're back in business. I mean, we're open. We're ready for people to come back. Um, and, you know, we're excited to see people as they start to trickle back in our members. And, and really, we've been just very blessed with this, this food program uh, to be able to reach even more people. Um, so we're hopeful that that kind of gives us a, an opportunity to, to connect with those and maybe get those people in uh, to the Y as well. Well, sounds perfect, Jeff. Thanks so much. Well, I appreciate your time and look forward to seeing you again. Absolutely. That's Jeff Snyder. He's the CEO at the Osage Prairie YMCA here on your update program on KNEM KNMO.